0: Welcome to the Bring Your Dreams Alive podcast. Are you ready to bring your dreams alive for real? Check out my Bring Your Dreams Alive audio activations as my gift at meetCoreyMichelle.com forward slash gift. Now enjoy the show. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited for you to hear this interview today. It was recorded a little while ago in our Advanced Manifestation Facebook group. And we thought that over the holidays, it would be such amazing inspiration to see how people in our company's lives have transformed. Enjoy the show. So welcome to Advanced Manifestation for Seasoned Entrepreneurs. And today we have our awesome guest who happens to be a part of our amazing unicorn team, Erin Marie. And our topic today is confidence, living a life that I desire. So welcome, Erin. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah, it's really a pleasure. So Erin works with us. She does a lot of different roles within our company. She communicates with you guys. She sends a lot of our emails. She keeps pieces of the puzzle together and lots of other things. But she offers amazing support in our business. And she's part of our dream team. So it's really awesome to have Erin on board. And what I wanted to bring Erin on today is because every week in our team meetings, it's like Erin has a breakthrough. And Erin hasn't officially done any of the courses officially, like she hasn't sat down and taken them. But she is a very, very much present for many of them. So she's receiving for just being on the calls and working with our material and stuff like that. So I wanted to bring her on because I'm like, she's having so many breakthroughs, that it would be silly for us not to share what it's like being on our team. And sort of not really doing it, but receiving the benefits of it. So Erin, first of all, tell us a little bit about you and what was going on in your world before you came on board with us. Yeah. So
1: some of the people who we interact with will know I was a criminal lawyer for about 10 years. I was living in Melbourne. I did my master's in Melbourne. I stayed in Melbourne in Australia to work and it was a pretty heavy job. Energetically, psychologically, stressed, like it was really stressful. And I, it got to 2019 and I was really struggling to keep up with it. Not keep up with it, like I was still doing the job, but I wasn't happy with the impact the job was having on my life. So I left Melbourne and came back to the Sunshine Coast, where I'm from originally, and moved in with my folks, and then basically had the most difficult year of my life coming to terms with. The impact that the work I was doing had on me, the environment I was working in had on me, and you know the things that had happened to me growing up and in my 20s, just dealing with trauma and stuff, and was pretty difficult, pretty heavy. And I was looking for a job, and I, there were some things that I wanted on my list. So I wanted something where I could work from home. I wanted it to be flexible. I wanted to be able to kind of like walk my dog on the beach anytime I wanted. And I wanted it to be something that was low, like relatively low stress. Like someone didn't go to jail for the rest of their lives if I didn't do my job, or if something went wrong and I couldn't be there on a certain day. And I wanted it to be something that I was interested in, and something that I cared about, and something where I would continue to learn. And I had been applying for all kinds of jobs, kind of virtual assistant or in person assistant stuff. And then this ad came up on Facebook for this life coach in on the Sunshine Coast, and I was like, hmm, why could do that? And
0: I applied, and two and a half years later, or two and a bit years later, here we are. <laughs> two and a bit years later. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one of the questions, you, as we were talking, you were like, well, you might be wondering why I've got this degree, and I was in law, and everything, you, you might think I'm overqualified for this job, and here's actually why. I want to do this sort of work. And this seems fun. And I feel like a good match for what you're doing here. And you explained a lot of that stuff. And I just thought that was so cool to, for you to present that to go, this might be one of your concerns, I might be overqualified. But I went, I knew the way you were speaking about things, you knew that that kind of environment wasn't the one you wanted to be anymore. And you were going to be making a big life change, you know, moving into especially work with it, like with what we have to offer. Hmm. So tell me about what it's been like or maybe what some of the breakthroughs have been in your life just by being around the material.
1: So I want to tell you about, before I even get into the material, I want to tell you about my first day. I've told you this before, but I want to share it with everyone. So I interviewed with Corey online and then they were like, all right, come up and we'll have your first day and we'll onboard you and we'll show you all of the stuff. And I, of course, like, just so you know, this is those yoga pants, this is a yoga pants company like don't dress up I'm like sweet I didn't know that was on my list but let's take that off my list and then we got there A co presents me with this notebook I probably still got it I should have got it out it's a massive notebook with this unicorn on the front and then a pen with a unicorn on the end and she's like here you go you can use this for work and I was like okay <laughs> this is amazing and I got home that night and I was so excited by like what we've been talking about, and the environment, and the energy that that Corey and Ben have, and what the potential of this job was going to be, I like posted on my Facebook the photo of the, the the journal and the pen, and being like, "My God, like my job is magic. This is my job now. I get to work with magic every day. I didn't even know this was possible, and I didn't because even though I knew I was aware, I knew." About energetic stuff, I knew about coaching, like I knew about all of this stuff. I knew it was out there. It was so far away from my lived experience. I, being intuitive and she would have been aware was not valued in the work that I did before, even though I say it played a really big part in me being good at my job before. Talking about energetics and coaching and you know being better wasn't really part of the day to day stuff. There were pockets of it. And, but not a lot of it. A lot of what we did was really serious, really heavy, very patriarchal and rooted in like historical energies that just were not contribution. It's like it felt like I knew it was out there, but I didn't know how to, I didn't think it was possible for me to make the leap from that to this without necessarily having to retrain or do a bunch of stuff in the meantime. And so it was like I really, I remember on that day being like I literally had no idea this was possible and here it is especially because the year before had been so difficult, this, this kind of just felt like it had come from nowhere. But really, it hadn't. Really, I'd been targeting for it the whole time. So I was, I was already on the path before I even got there. And then I joined and I started to, I think in the first couple of weeks, I was on for Unicorn CEO, which is kind of the, and the entry immersion to Creation Academy and. I was online watching this and like just like picking up all these amazing, like not just the broad theory stuff, but like the practical things that you do, like how to set a target that's in line with your values rather than how to set a target, a smart target, which is measurable and achievable, but the corporate, what is a target for your future self look like? Like really just opening my mind into this, this whole new world.
0: I love it. I remember that. Notebook because I have a few more of them. <laughs> <laughs> we like to bring everybody in with the magic, and it's so fun for me to hear people on our team's experience about coming into our company because I like to think that we do things much differently than the regular world out there and creating unique experiences in everything that we do. So, tell me what are some of the breakthroughs that you've had so far? Because I know you've had some pretty massive ones over the last couple of years.
1: Yeah, I think the very first one that I remember like being really linked with what you teach was your pivot technique and I think this is what I love about Corey's stuff is that the theory stuff is there some of it is not new some of it is stuff that I've learned in yoga and theology and the many other things that I've studied because I'm a giant nerd but like the practical and psychology like I'm very interested in psychology and so Corey's Like the theory that Corey teaches is kind of all of these things intertwined, which would be enough. But then she's like, "Okay, and now you now here is how you integrate it. It's not just here's the theory, and we're going to let you go off and figure it out yourself. It's like here are the steps that you take to make it work." So the big one was the pivot, the first one, and Corey had talked about the pivot a few times in a few different things, and I'm like, "Oh, that feels a little bit like some of the stuff I've learned in therapy." and but hadn't quite sunk in. And then one day I was driving along and I was thinking about this conversation that I was going to have, which is something that I used to do a lot to try to like control or prepare myself for every situation so that I wouldn't get stressed or embarrassed or whatever. And I was just like, why am I doing this? I don't need to do this. I don't want to do this. It's, such, it's not fun. It's not a fun way to spend my time. Like, ah, oh, I'm going to do that thing that Corey says to do, which is say, I used to, prepare for every conversation that I was ever going to have, now I trust that future Erin will be able to shine in the the conversation however she needs to. And it was a big moment for me because not just did I realize it and do it in the moment, but the energy of that moment made me see the potential of how many things that could shift in my life simply by choosing something different choosing not to do the thing that I had done in the past that kept me in this in this energy. So that was a a big one, I think. The very first one that kind of really was like, oh, okay. This is like, Cory knows their stuff. It's happening. Like it's like I'm gonna I'm gonna keep gonna keep leaning into this. I'm gonna keep listening. I'm gonna keep because I could just be like, all right, well here's my job. I'm gonna show up and just do the thing and whatever and not take it in. But I'm like, well I'm just gonna keep my little Yes, open and see what I can pick up along the way.
0: (laughs) I'm glad you did. (laughs) Me too. That is so awesome. I love the pivot technique because it just works so fast and so easily to reframe. And when you told me that it was something similar to what you had learned in therapy, I went, oh, that's so interesting because I am always looking for solutions and pragmatic ways for people to shift. In the moment, and I, it just came to me. I didn't learn it anywhere. I just, it came to me. So I went, Oh, yeah, we could just do that. And that, that'll create that. And then it started creating it. And it was like, Oh, an easy pivot. I was like, Boom, there we go. So I'm so glad that, that it worked for you like that. And I love it when things actually work. The pragmaticness is that even a word? When we can get the shifts to happen quickly. Yeah. For sure. With that.
1: A lot of energy on it, like without a lot of, oh, I have to sit down and I have to do this work and I have to work through all of this old stuff. It was just, it was like as simple as, no, nah, I'm not going to worry about that anymore. <laughs> like, I don't choose that anymore. I choose to do something different. So, which is not to say that it immediately shifted, I never did it ever again, but it did mean that every time I caught myself doing it, it was each time it was easier to be like, oh, yeah, no, we don't do that anymore.
0: Yeah, it starts creating new neural pathways and new energetic pathways and opens you to a new perspective. Because so much of the time, people have done so much work of to try to figure out why they are the way they are. Hmm. So you're like, well, why am I doing this? And I have to clear it. And I have to make it stop. But the biggest thing we have is choice. And if we can choose to pivot in that moment, then we're going to be able to open up a breakthrough that will be sustainable and change your reality in that area so you just stop doing those things and so I think that that's really really powerful
1: yeah me too which is not to say I don't think therapy is important I just think that for some people for some you know, for something, things you definitely need that support but the fact that what you're doing has that parallel to like psychological techniques even just gave, gave you more credibility for me as well because I'm like oh this is psychology what she's doing what she's doing is already a thing. And but she's just downloading it from wherever. And that was really cool for me too. I'm like, it really it helps because for, for me, like one of my big beliefs is that everything is connected. Everything is the same. You know what I mean? Like there are very similar teachings across a variety of different philosophies and all of that sort of stuff. And so we can Access that without necessarily having to go through and study it just from the universe anyway. So it was like twofold. I'm like, mm, interesting, interesting. So got me gave me a little taster. And I'm like, oh, a little bit more, please, and a little bit more.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, and you know, there's you know, I've done so much learning as well and facilitating my own life. And I'm always interested in what works. Yeah. What's gonna work here? Not just what is everybody teaching or what is everybody talking about, but what's actually working in the facilitation that I'm doing with wherever my clients are at any moment. So I'm looking at oh, that really is not working all that well. What if we do this and we shift it so it's more of a dynamic process and an ever expanding process versus trying to figure out just some system that this is the system that we teach. So it's what's working, and that's another thing
1: that I think I get. I get a really unique perspective on as someone who gets to see all of the work that we do without necessarily having to deliver it, I get to see from a bit of a distance actually how it does work and how many people do have transformations and how when people go in open and ready and willing to learn and do the work, because there is work involved, it's not just a magical manifestation vision board. The work that we do is not that, and we're very upfront about that, but when people do come up and show up and are prepared to commit to it and give it a go, Things happen. Like, if they happen for me and I am I have done bits and pieces, but I haven't sat down and worked through every Transform Yourself module, but I've taken the learnings from Transform Yourself and I'm transforming my life. Like, imagine, and I will at some point sit down and actually work through it and what kind of, tra- when I have the thing that I'm targeting for, like, imagine what transformation I could create then and I just feel like that's something I want everyone to know, that just by being in Corrie's Field and like being absorbing this stuff via osmosis, my life is changing. Imagine what could happen when you show up and you commit to it.
0: yeah, totally. So what else has shifted
1: for you? Well, I became an artist, like out of nowhere, basically. I went to visit my sister in-law in Gladstone, and she took me to where they have like the court paint and sips or like where you go and you have some drinks and you paint and stuff this one was called brushes and bruise and it was a watercolor one and I painted the most terrible thing ever but I loved the process and the feeling of it so much that a couple of weeks later I was like Can I just buy some supplies and just have a go with this I just fell in love with like really the process of it watercolor is so magical and soothing and amazing and then Kind of within six months, people were starting to ask me, Oh, can I buy your stuff and all this sort of stuff? And I'm like, well, I'm doing it for six months. So maybe, like, maybe in a bit. But by early this year, I had set up an online store and was starting to sell my artwork. And I'm not saying I'm not a big seller, but I definitely feel like I, yeah, moving towards like a goal that I have now that wasn't even anywhere on my radar. 18 months ago was like to be an artist to sell art to have art in galleries and and that kind of thing which is just like mind-blowing
0: that's one of those crazy possible things where it's like it was impossible before and not even on your radar like you said and then now it's like happening like crazy possible like yeah. boom right there not even like
1: i want to do it's like it's actually already happening and it happened so quickly and that was an interesting one because it really helped me understand that it's okay and actually should be celebrated. And it's a great contribution if you do things just because you want to do them and not because they're going to be a huge contribution to the world or you're going to help people or whatever. Like I had a real hang up of being that being just an artist because I'd spent so much of my life wanting to help people and want to make a difference and want to save the world and want to all of that fixing people, like being in relationships and like working hard to fix them and make them okay, which I realized deep down was my way of trying to fix myself and the things that I thought were broken in me and the experiences that I'd had that had made life a bit more difficult for me. And when that failed, so when clients would come back again and again, or when relationships didn't work out or when the person didn't stop their addiction or whatever it was, it was like, Not only was it sad to see that, but it was also like, oh, and now I can't be fixed because if I can't fix them, then how am I ever going to fix myself? And the art thing was just, I think it was a process and not necessarily a conscious one, but like a few just, I just, I recently turned 40 and like just on my 40th birthday, I really had this moment of being like realising that and being like it really is okay for me to just choose for me and for that to be a sufficient motivation to do something and allow that to be. And actually that's the best motivation. The, the, I'm a greater contribution when I'm choosing for me because the energy of it is lighter and happier and it's creating more rather than choosing to help other people because with that heavier like, negative energy, because I felt like that's what I had to do in order to be worthy and valid and to be allowed to take up space on this earth. It was like the price I had to pay to be here. It was like, oh no, actually, I could literally sit at home and watch TV all day, every day, and I would still be allowed to be here. So anything I choose that is greater, that is a greater contribution is magic. That's a big one. So that's just like a, a physical, practical kind of like, and then like a really deep letting go of this deep, long-held concern that I wasn't unless I was helping people that I wasn't valid as a human being.
0: Yeah, that's a big one that so many people have. And even I think a lot of people in the more consciousness and spiritual world is we want to change the world. Right. And I had that too. I was like, I just knew I was meant for something big. And I thought it was to change the world. And it can be an inspiring or a very disempowering perspective, depending on how you're working it. And the biggest thing you can change is is yourself. Yeah. And that's the thing that's going to make the biggest difference. And when we start to come home to that and go, what if, like you just said, what if me choosing what lights me up is actually the contribution, right?
1: Because you are. Like you, like being, you literally are. Like the people whose lives are changing as a result of your work, that's the world changing and the flow on effect of that. Some it's a huge contribution. It's just, we grow up in this world that idolizes like, the overnight successes and the people who do the the massive thing. So I read The Long Walk to Freedom by Nelson Mandela when I was 17 or something and I was like, yes, this is what I want to do. I want to end racism. <laughs> like, like I want to be the one to like really work, to, like it was like this massive, I wanted to be the figurehead, like I wanted to be like Malala and I wanted to be like, the like just big names because that's what people value. But I think part of it is aging and part of it is the work that I've done over the years and a part of it is the work that I've done with you is that the ripple effect changes are just as valuable and perhaps more powerful than the people the figurehead changes. Gotta have those. They're, they're inspirational, they're important, but the majority of people are going to be making those change those incremental everyday changes just by being who we are and by being a light in the lives of the people around us and inspiring them not in that inspiration in the Tony Robbins way but just in the small everyday choices that they make in order to make the world a better place so
0: yeah yes a hundred percent a hundred percent Because our energy is going out there, we're weaving the web of life in our existence. And the happier we are, the more congruent, the more fulfilled we are in our everyday life, the bigger contribution that we are. And yeah, I think so too. And I think about the
1: person that I was when I was really struggling with being a lawyer and that sort of stuff. I think I thought that people valued the work that I was doing more than they valued who I was and my happiness and all of that sort of stuff, I thought that it was more important to do what I was doing than to be happy. And I think I've realised now that while, sure, there are people who think that, the vast majority of people would much prefer me to be happy, healthy, whole, congruent, fulfilled and feel inspired by the changes that I've made in my life because that was a big change. And from a, a world, a 3D perspective, To go from being a senior criminal lawyer, you know, standing up in the court of appeal arguing cases to being a virtual assistant for a life coach, like that's a big change. But because they see how happy I am and how fulfilled I am and how much of a contribution I am in this way and the things that I'm able to do now that I wasn't able to do before, so I've just enrolled in yoga teacher training, which is something I've always wanted to do, I have never been able to because I hadn't had the brain capacity or the time or the energy. Like that's something that is a huge contribution to me and the people around me that I would never have done before because I've created this life where I get to do work that I love and also have the work-life balance that the corporate world is always talking about but never actually wants you to have, where I can do all of the things that I want.
0: Totally. I love that. They say you should have work-life balance, but they actually don't want you to. have <laughs> Here's some more expectations. Here's some more pressure. Here's more work. Yeah, try your pressure. life work balance. Work sixty hours a week, but like,
1: just make sure that in the hours that you're not at work, you're doing things that make you feel better. Like, yeah, no compromise.
0: <laughs> oh goodness gracious. Okay, so is there anything else you wanted to share about? living the life like creating your desired life Mm. that maybe you've gotten from what we have or maybe has been a sort of the osmosis of just being in the field of consciousness that you are all day long for five days a week
1: (laughs) I mean the future self thing has been really really big and I wasn't like I used to talk about future Aaron all the time I used to be like oh past Aaron did this and like now, present Erin is really happy. or well, I'm doing this now. I'm going to cook this big batch of spaghetti bolognese so that future Erin can be really happy that she has food to eat and stuff like that, but not in a future self, not in a looking at it as a thing that you could learn from and understand better and the energetics of it. So that has been really powerful. And I feel like that took me a little while to really, to Osmote, to really take in and understand. But that's been a, a big one particularly this year, I think, really connecting in, in not and not just in the big choices because the yoga teacher training thing, I had no idea I wanted to do now, something I had always wanted to do. And I was just like, one day it was like, why, well, why are you not doing it? Like, why wouldn't you do it now? I was like, okay, well, I'll just do it. Like, Because I believe when my awareness speaks, I listen to it and that was what that was. But now that I've got that, that idea is like, well, what day-to-day targets, what are the actions that I take to support that version of myself, that future self, and asking my future self, what are the actions that I took in order to get there? So I don't necessarily have a big plan to create a yoga empire or teach or whatever. But my next goal is to, when my in-person teacher training starts, which is, in March next year, to be in the best place I can be physically, emotionally, spiritually, to make the most of that. Like this is, I've been waiting 10 years to do it. It's a significant investment of time and money. I want to really get the most out of it and not go into it kind of, yeah, like with my mind in a spin or not fit. So no, I've sat down and I've got like a list of actions that I take every day in order to make that happen. Because I went and not not be like oh if I the way I came to those was not be like okay well if I do this then this will happen it was oh what does this version of me look like and what does she do to get there that was a really big really big shift and that's only possible because first of all I've been part of I've been on pretty much every call for the Vibe Tribe since it started and so just taking in so much of your wisdom on each of those calls but also in creation academy i see the targets and the actions that everyone posts every single week i've done unicorns here like i've watched unicorns here a few times like i i know not just what to do but like how to do it because that's the thing it's like oh i can tell you can tell someone what to do but if you don't tell them how to do it hey erin i need you to attach the antenna to the tv i don't know how to do that So you need to, I need to know how to do it. And lots of us, I know lots of people in this group have done lots of work and where they've been told what to do. And I think the big difference that I see in your work, and this is what I would want everyone to know, is that Corey not only tells you what to do, she tells you how to get there. And it's not hard. It's just, just do it and it'll happen.
0: (laughs) I love that. Thank you for that. Mm -hmm. One of the gals in the unicorn CEO, and it's actually the whole class is called being the unicorn CEO of your reality. And it's a identity shift, three-day immersion that we've done creation Academy. And one of the gals was like, I've been through this information before. I don't feel like I'm learning anything new. And one of the, she was talking to one of the coaches and the coach says, yeah, but is now the time to embody this and go deep with it. And that's the thing. If you, you're learning about consciousness, you're learning about quantum shifts and timeline hops and becoming your future self and 5d consciousness and having breakthroughs you're going to see the same sort of stuff everywhere if you're looking for the next bright shiny object thing that's going to miraculously work for you that's an indication that you need to go deeper with what you have and so a lot of times why people have a hard time going deeper is because number one they're just looking for that next thing but two They don't have the specifics and the pragmatic way to apply what they're being taught. And that's one of the things I saw a lot of. I'm like, well, that's nice. And that would be really cool. But how do you actually apply it? Like, how do you do that? And that's where like my my nerd (laughs) is like, all right, let's figure out the simplest way to be able to apply this. And what this gal said was, oh, it's actually really simple. It's like, yeah, but our minds make it really hard and that's what we start to untangle so thanks for sharing that Erin because when you don't have the tools everything feels hard like if if you said to me Erin I need you
1: to go and build a table I need you to build a table that looks like this I've never built a table before in my life I don't even know where to start like that's like oh my god I like I don't even know where to start what do I do you start to get overwhelmed but you're like here, and I need you to build this table. And here's where you get the supplies, and here's the tools you'll need, and here's the plans and all of that sort of stuff. Like, and then it's like, oh, okay. So it's still a big job, but I know how to do it because I've got the tools and stuff. That's the thing I think that you provide that a lot of other a lot of other people out there don't do. Yeah.
0: And I think the other element is just the organization of all of it, right? Of like how we set people up to start thinking differently. to start being different to start reverse engineering their future start becoming their future self and like the different tools we have and ways of being that we can apply at any moment to be able to achieve that that really sort of synergistically work together and then once you start getting it it clicks in and then it becomes your foundation so that we're not just always applying a tool it becomes how you function that's right
1: I think one of your great gifts, one of your superpowers is the ability, is your clarity of communication and being able to take those bigger ideas and bring them in, in a way that's just so easy to you, so that people are saying, oh, it's so simple. It's like, yeah, it always was. You just weren't hearing it in the simple way before.
0: Thank you for that. Thank you. It is always a pleasure, Erin, and I hope everybody watching has gotten nuggets of inspiration and possibility from everything that Aaron has shared in her journey with us. Aaron, we adore you. I love having you on the team. I wonder what else is crazy possible now. Mm. And thanks you guys for watching. We'll have another show for you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Bring Your Dreams Alive. Now, if you're someone who would like to turn your desires into reality, to know how to create anything at any time, to have energetic self-mastery, to tap into your 5D consciousness and bring those dreams alive, check out my latest webinar where I share all the secrets on how to shift your mindset and your consciousness so that you can confidently bring your dreams alive, even if you've been feeling stuck or blocked. Check it out today at meetcorymichelle.com forward slash webinar.